Hello everyone, this is Chanel Patrice Hancock of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 4th, 2019 here in Akron, Ohio. The sun hasn't even come up yet, as a matter of fact. And I decided to do a book review for the month of June on Lindsay Williams' book, Not a Year Off which I just finished reading last night. And I have to say, 375 pages later, it was a great read. It took me a day to read it. And I felt it was one of the most interesting books that I've read by a polyglot in quite some time. Lindsay discusses the different tips and tricks that she used while she was on a one-year trip around the world with her husband, Ashley Williams, who was a teacher of English in the UK. This isn't your typical book. I have to say that to start off with. She actually goes through the different countries that she's traveled through, her experiences of, you know, altitude sickness, and South America, how she dealt with, you know, having $300 stolen from her, the different, you know, cultures that she encountered, the different languages she spoke along the way. And the amount of fun that she had while she was recording language stories with her husband for a whole year. You know, I have to say that when I heard about her book last week, and she was doing pre-orders before the launch of it on May 24, 2019, on Amazon.com, where you can find it, not a year off in Kindle or in paperback. I bought the Kindle version and downloaded the Kindle app and had voiceover read it to me. I have to say, listening to her talk about meeting with the creators of Wiki Tongues. Meeting up for lunch with Benny Lewis at the YouTube offices. How they caught buses and navigated their way through Havana in different parts of Cuba. Their track into Montreal, Canada. I was really impressed 
by how much culture they were able to soak up, how much language she was able to use. The fact that she was able to use Guarnese and how she was able to save 20,000 Guarni when getting into a cab to get to her latest B&B stay. How she was quite apprehensive about traveling on a bus in the middle of Myanmar making a reservation and not having a ticket I mean she actually expressed her feelings about how she felt about little things such as taking a leap of faith and you know going with the flow she was stepping out of her comfort zone for the first time and doing things that she never thought she would do as a traveler in Yanmar you know taking a dive in a cave and you know getting over a fear that you know she couldn't do it but she did it she saw her husband do it she saw the tour guide do it and she went and she did it you know she took a leap of faith and enjoyed it I mean I got to know more about Lindsay Williams in this book not just about all the languages that she spoke and it really surprised me a great deal just about how passionate she was how she learned about Vietnam um, deaf community how she wants to incorporate that into her show on Anchor about language stories you know how she was having difficulty finding food with no meat in a lot of these countries because they had meat. It it was amazing, you know, how they were trying to get from Paraguay back to London, how difficult that was how they had to take a bus with a bunch of other stranded travelers to a hotel how she had to use a phone how she had to communicate with with the people at the airport 
in order to be able to, you know, get home, you know. And she used bits and pieces of the native languages in order to be able to successfully communicate. So it goes to show that you don't need to be fluent in the language in order to be able to get your point across. And the fact she was able to interpret from the languages she was speaking in order to let her husband know what was going on. And they had such a great rapport and and connection with each other throughout the entire time. It just made you really invested in reading this book. I could not put the book down from reading it. And I, I, I have to say, you know, going to the different Buddhist uh, temples in Japan and riding the sonic train and you know it just took you into a different world that you wouldn't have been able to experience if you wouldn't have read this book you know I have to say that I felt like I was being transported into another environment while reading this book I couldn't put it down I I had to read it all the way to the end and then I had to say I had to share my own insight about it my own feelings because it was that good and that riveting you know um, you know this isn't a book that talks about tips on what to do and what not to do when, you know, traveling around the world, this is her insights of how she made her language stories documentary and the trials and tribulations that her and her husband had to go through in the course of a year. I mean, the fact that they did finally get to London and it took three different stops, you know, in order for them to get to... London, you know, and they had to use a piece of paper that someone had written down the information in Paraguay. And, you know, she didn't know if it was going to be accepted or not once she got there. I mean, you know, and then they told her she would have to pay an extra $400 per person if they were late and they would have to pay more for the tickets than what they originally paid six months prior to going. I, you know, I, I would have been going crazy, you know, but she kept her cool, which was an amazing thing to see. And, um, when reading this book, you know, she was put through her paces in this, this journey. Um, you know, she got to taste foods from all over, you know, they're vegetarian, so there were some times that she, you know, couldn't find a grocery store, 
but they were able to still get food and take bike rides and moped rides and people were very kind you know and she was able to learn about the crystal language and you know how only a thousand people speak it in Malaysia and how you know things have changed in Singapore since she's last time she was there and her and her husband had found a connection and um MAGA I think it's called um and she got to see how he taught English you know to the kids and she got to teach some English and how she got to take a class in Paraguay um, you know and got lost on the bus and had to walk several kilometers and how people helped her to get a different route to go to the school that she was going to for the week that they were there and you know how she once she got to Singapore you know, because she had gotten married and her name had gotten changed and she had to go through, you know, security and and be questioned and face scanned and how difficult that was for her. And, you know, you just really got to see the person. And that was something I took away from this book. You know, things, there were a lot of good times that were had within this book but some of the things that Lindsay had to experience going through this journey of recording these language stories from people was just as riveting as the interviews I felt like the interviews were the you know topping of the story it was her trials and tribulations that she went through throughout the course of the book that really made it real for me. You know, and, you know, being from the West and going from New York and Cuba and Canada and, you know, South America and having to deal with time differences and travel difficulties and language barriers which she did with great ease, I might add. You know, she spoke some bass. She spoke a little bit of the language in Myanmar. She spoke Spanish and Brazilian Portuguese and Guarani and English and French. And it was amazing to watch this transformation take shape while reading this book. And I have to say, if you want a really good read, read 
Not a Year Off by Lindsay Williams. Buy the ebook. Buy the paperback. Share it with your friends. It it will change your whole view on language learning. It'll change your whole view on travel. And I will say that she did get sick and have altitude sickness. And she did have food poisoning. And she was curled up in a ball and passed out and had to take some time to rest. You know, it wasn't smooth sailing the entire way. It just wasn't. And, you know, the things that she had to endure made her a stronger person in the end. And I have to say, reading this book really gave me some insight into how passionate Lindsay Williams is about teaching languages, creating materials, documenting language preservation, and in especially indigenous languages. Um, it just gave you a better glimpse into why she does what she does and why she's so successful. So, you know, I hope that this review can shed a little light on Not A Year Off by Lindsay Williams. I would go to Amazon.com, type in Not A Year Off, and I would buy it if I were you. It's a wonderful read. Thank you to my sponsors, Flipboard and Anchor.fm for sponsoring today's episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. My book review on Lindsay Williams' book, Not A Year Off, on her language learning stories review. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. With me, Chanel Patrice Hancock of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. Bye.